You've heard the pods, now see the smods. Csmod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Check out Kevin Ralph on Babylon at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, November 18th. Supernova Adelaide in Australia gets Jason Mewes November 19th and 20th. Babylon back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. This episode of I Sell Comics brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper, the online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Mattress industry has inherently forced customers into paying exorbitantly high markups. Casper is now revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms, passing that savings directly to you, the consumer. Good job, Mike. You started like, what was that, um, Don Pardo? Do I really? Thank you bit. very much. And guess what, Ming? Not only that, but you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com backslash sell comics. Use the promo code sell comics, not I sell comics, which is the podcast you're listening to, to you right now mm-hmm. brought to you by Casper Mattresses, but sell comics. So we, we leave off the I for, for integrity. Yes. Our integrity. That's yes. what we for, leave. We leave the eye off for inexpensive. Yes. Everybody. Okay. A Casper mattress provides resilience and long-lasting supportive comfort. Casper's mattresses is one of a kind, a new hybrid mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam. Are you trying to hate my uh, Don Pardo? It's really bad. Mattresses can cost well over $1,500, but Casper mattresses cost between 500 for a twin-size mattress, 6 for twin XL. Six, uh, yeah, six hundred, not six dollars. Seven hundred and fifty for a full size, eight fifty for a queen size, and nine fifty for a king size mattress. Casper understands that buying a mattress online can have consumers wondering how this is possible. How is this possible? I'll tell you. Can I ask you a question though? Sure. Um, have you ever heard the the old rumor, the old Harvey Comics rumor that Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich? Yes, and uh, actually, I got to tell you, mm-hmm. we've got a Casper and Richie Rich crossover here in the stash. It's a three D comic book. It's wacky. Wait, so they they've been in the same room with each other? Yes. Okay, so it's not true. It doesn't matter because I mean there could be time travel involved. All right, because our friend Chris Hardwick was like, if you buy Casper mattress, you're sleeping on the ghost of Richie Rich. That's like, so cool. Like, but think about it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to sleep on the ghost of Richie Rich? I guess you feel like a like a million the the poor little rich yeah, boy. Yeah, sure. you feel like a billion dollars, and yeah. that's what Casper gives you. Yeah, makes you feel like you slept on the <laughs> on a dead rich kid. Yeah, how awesome yeah. is that? Awesome. Also, though, it's also buying a Casper mattress mattress is completely risk free. It sure is. Casper offers free delivery and returns within a one hundred day period. It's that simple. Statistically, lying on a bed for four minutes in a showroom has no correlation to whether it's the right bed for you. That's why Casper has turned the buying process into a risk-free experience. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that in all reality, you spend a third of your life on. Unless you're a fat slob, then you're probably spending a hell of a lot more time in there. Or you're bedridden like that really big fat lady who washes well, that, herself if, with a rag on was, a stick. If I was bedridden, you'd I'd want to be bedridden on a Casper mattress. Seriously, because you wouldn't probably get bed sores. Yeah. Casper, with that memory foam, oh, at least you wouldn't get those no, really wouldn't. nasty warts no. on your ass. No, it's like, sleep, it's like yeah. sleeping on, on a cloud, a heavenly it's cloud. Sleep, <laughs> sleeping on a heavenly... Dead millionaire kid. Yeah. So, what do you get when you get the the mattress of a dead millionaire kid? You you get uh, an obscenely uh, engineered mattress, latex foam, memory foam, hybrid hybridized, hybridized, hybridized. Let, let's let's say that that's a word. Okay. Let's pretend it is. Yeah, uh, let's sec- put it this way: Wolf Flanagan sleeps on a Casper mattress. He, do, he does, and he comes in here rested. 
and cheerful, relaxed, and every just day. he he is in such a good mood every day. Yeah, imagine if he didn't sleep on a Casper mattress. Remember those days? Well, it, get him get him sleeps on like bags of rocks. Mm-hmm. So awful. yeah, and I, I tried to tell him, why don't you save up some money and buy a Casper mattress? Awful. And he's like, uh, I would just ruin it. Like, <laughs> ah, just ruin it. All right, just, I'm like, how? He's just like, just you know, I fall into bed, you know, wearing those manure laden oh, pants. All right. So well, yeah, a Casper mattress is for everybody though, because it has just the right sink, just the right bounce. Two technology. It's a hybrid of latex foam and memory foam. Free, it is yes. Free risk free try and return policy. Try to sleep on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. Yeah, think about that. Made in America. They're made in America. Again. Not none of those. Uh, Container shipments yeah. over here from you know. The, like did you China. ever see those really big t- uh, those big boats? They bring all the containers over and they they go back to China to get like re. Uh, yeah, Mike, refilled. that that iPhone you're holding right now it came in one of those. Of course containers. it did, and you know what? I don't mind that. All right, that's okay. Five hundred for a twin, nine fifty for a king size mattress. Uh, comparing to industry averages, as an outstandingly fair price point. Yeah, you're you're paying less than half of what you would in in a, a mattress retailer. Yeah, and uh, if you buy a mattress, you support I sell comics. So get fifty dollars yes. towards any mattress purchase by going to Casper.com/slash sell comics. Use promo code sell comics. Sell comics. Terms and conditions apply. They Thank do, you. but right. also remember, folks, Casper. Is they're backing us, yep. so um, yeah. you're you back them, you back us. Yeah, and not only that, but I mean, where would you like to read your comics in bed? Yeah, exactly. So buy a Casper mattress, and on with the show. Walt Flanagan approved. Everybody and welcome to I Sell Comics, a weekly comic report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane and Bob's Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the invincible Mike Zapsik. Say hello, Mike. I don't wanna. Again? Uh, Again? No, nah, I'm kidding. I don't wanna. No, no, nah, nah, you kidding? It is. What are you, five years old? Like, uh, just, I don't wanna. Just say uh, hi. All right, you're gonna remain silent. I know, uh, not at all. Uh, I'm not talking to myself. Howdy, everybody! Nah. It's great to be here today. It is. You know what? <laughs> yes. Today is the first day. Yes. Of the rest of our lives. Okay. And you know what? I I uh, I've tried to stay out of the whole election cycle crap. Okay. We are now in a day where uh, the president-elect is Donald J. Trump. Yes. Uh, 45th president of the United States. A lot of people are on Facebook and are on Twitter and are on whatever the hell else is out there. Screaming and gnashing of teeth and moving to Not Mike. He's dressed all in red right now. He's got his (laughs) Make America Great hat on right now. He's, and and that's what you know what I just want to say one thing and again he's grabbing like we chicks did, left and right we did like, with um <laughs> with Mike and Ming or Ming and Mike uh, I don't want to get too political but I do want to say that because we idea. cannot we, we, we have we have listeners of all different ex- political viewpoints and, and well and, we should and uh, we can't know, ignore this it's right. the elephant in the room and while we we and I told everybody yesterday that I voted my conscience yes um. I voted my conscience. I went third party. Steve Rogers. The, I uh, went the, uh, right the patriotic in, party. Right in. Um, and you know, you know when the last time a third party candidate was elected president, Ming? I I, I, I wasn't aware that there was a yes. time. Who? Abraham Who Lincoln. Really? What? Abraham Lincoln was a third party candidate because the Republicans were, they, they weren't even really a glimmer in anybody's eye. Okay. And uh, Lincoln came in and he won. Yeah. And worked he, out for us. It worked out for everybody. It worked so, out for a lot of people. Did. Everybody. And now I see a lot of people, and I'm not going to name names. I okay. should. I so should, but I'm not going to name names. Okay. People who are going on. Let's um, go high. On I'm, I'm at taking at the high road. At least for the time. Ladies and gentlemen, my lovely wife, Julie Zapsik, decided to come in with me today. Yes. She's hello, hello. She's going to provide some uh, color commentary. Okay. But people saying, oh, you know what? 
people who voted for third parties are scumbags. Right. They they actually called me a scumbag. Are you a scumbag and right? an asshole? Are you a and scumbag? A piece of shit. I'm not you, one of those things. Are you any at of least the not in my opinion, sweetheart? I have to say, I mean, if you <laughs> you had, did apologize, you had I know that vote, and, and it wasn't for a third party, That's the true. whole election would have been different. I, I, it, it was all, but if enough people had been tired enough and sickened enough right. by everything that that's been going on in this election this past election cycle and you should have been you know what um people who called me an asshole people who called me a child people who said i buried my head in the sand i have one thing to say to you donald trump is president because of you he is he, no matter who you voted for if it wasn't for change because change is something that people are forced to deal with change is not something that people voluntarily take up it's like oh i'm gonna change most people if you're gonna i want to lose 10 pounds they put more effort into the preparation of losing that 10 pounds than actually losing the 10 fucking pounds if you just sit down shut up don't tell anybody what you're doing and then lose 10 pounds next time somebody sees you say hey you look great you lost 10 pounds that's exactly what would happen. No, you no, nobody does that. No, but not one nobody person does, does that. that. That's because change is difficult. And we're in for some change. I'm not happy that Trump is president. He is not my candidate, but you know what? He is my president now. Yes. Just like um Barack Obama, it was my president. He's still my president up until what, January nineteenth? Twentieth. Twentieth, nineteenth, twentieth, whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I I've one of the things that really galled me back when uh, Barack Obama was elected president, I didn't vote for him, uh, and I'm going to throw that out there right now. And not because uh, I, I'm a racist, although I was accused of being a racist because I didn't vote for Barack Obama. They will throw anything at you if you didn't vote the way that they wanted you to vote. Right. Which is uh, Janine Garofalo called me a racist. Not to my face, but I mean just in general. And to be honest that with you – That would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been pretty yeah. cool. Like, uh, I, I would use that as one of our bumpers for I Sell Comics. Yeah. But you, you can't throw that at people and say, you're a child, you're an asshole, you're a dick for not voting the way that I wanted you to vote. You know what? Uh, I don't see a lot of – there's going to be change, but how much did things change when uh, Barack Obama became president? We had a bunch of shit pushed down our throats sure. that necessarily didn't want – you know, uh, enforced health coverage, which I think health coverage is a great thing. But when it's forced down your throat, it becomes an ec- it's it's uh, an extra tax put upon the, uh, the working the working yeah. the working class. So you know, if we can figure out uh, the simplest solutions, are always the best solutions, Ming. So you know what Donald Trump said that he's going to make America great again. Well, you know what he's not going to, but you know who can. You, me, everybody out there listening, we can make America great. And you know how you do that? You take an interest in your neighbor. You think globally, but you act locally. Mike Zapsik, everybody. There's, there's your, your civics minute um, brought to you especially from Autocrat. Yeah. And, Autocrat, and, coffee and, uh, syrup. And on, on the other side, uh, you know, uh, all those things that people are calling you a scumbag, asshole, mm-hmm. like they would call you that anyways. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. No yeah. matter how you voted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. With that in mind, no matter how you voted, uh, I did want to highlight uh, supervillains, Mike. There's supervillains in comic books yes. who have become president. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor at the top of the list. Hell yeah. He became president. He sure did. There, you know, so it, it, Actually, <laughs> how about just supervillains? Let's let's turn this uh to our advantage. Okay. Advantage. Supervillains who have held positions of power. Okay. I can name a whole bunch of them. Let's let's Norman go. Osborne. Norman Osborne. Director of Hammer. Yes. Uh after Tony Stark and the Secret Invasion in in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Norman Osborn held a position of incredible power. Anything with the words super or power in them fell under his jurisdiction. So S.H.I.E.L.D. was no more. Uh, Policing the entire world was left in the hands of the Green Goblin. Yeah, it happened. Yeah? It happened. Uh, Do you remember the Doom 2099 storyline? Doctor Doom. Well, let's let's put it. um, We can just. It doesn't even have to be Doom 2099. Okay. Victor Von Doom himself yeah, was president. And no, he he was the uh, he he was master of the globe twice. Yeah, two times. Right, twice. Everybody. The entire globe, not just Latveria, but uh, in 
um, the supervillain team up. Yeah. He became, uh, he, he invented a gas that allowed people to, uh, be hypnotized by him. Right. And in shortly, wasn't there a coup or something? Then you get forced. Magneto, out? Magneto, Magneto and the oh, beast okay, came well, and, and beat <laughs> yeah. the living snot out yeah. of him. Can but they, can they do that again? That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> and second time in the graphic novel Emperor Doom, yeah, he used the Purple Man to um, to sway everybody into doing whatever the hell he wanted. Right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who else? Think uh, Old Man Logan, the Red Skull. Red. Oh, Red Skull. Yeah, the, 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 this this might be one of my favorite ones. Red, Red Skull, Skull, not just in Old Man Logan, which is an imagine. It's it's a, it's a, yeah, a hypothetical sure. future. Sure. Red Skull became president of the United States. Yes. Awesome. But let's let's go back. Red Skull held the position of Secretary of Defense. He was Del Rusk, which if you do the anagram, it's Red Skull. Red Skull. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, Del Rusk. <laughs> Good old Del. <laughs> and he uh he almost took down the Avengers yeah. with something called the Red Menace. So Del Rusk, douchebag. It had to be red. Of course. It had to be red. Yeah, so it's happened before. I don't know if you can name other ones. These, those are the those are the four I had on my list. Okay, well, I mean, presidents and you know, I mean, <laughs> Lex Luthor is the I'll actually put that at the top of the list. Human, of you course, know, no superpowers, uh, genius, pissed off Superman. Yeah, but one of my favorite things in, in the animated show uh, Justice League Unlimited, he ran for president just to piss Superman off. Right, and he said, "You the, <laughs> just the coolest line exactly." The coolest line from that was, do you know how much power I would have to give up to become president of the United States? Oh, man. That's a great. What a great, great line, right? Yeah. That's great. Just like just rubbing his face in I know. the dirt, man. You have, do you have any idea how yeah. much power like it's, I would it's have to give up? It's beneath me. Yes. It's beneath me to be the president. Yeah. That's, that's Which insane. is horrible. So that's that's mad. That's mad insane. That's insanity. Exactly. So Red Skull, if you're out there, you know what? Um, holy crap. I, I'm sure you're going to be secretary or something. Yeah. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Yeah. Hail Hydra. <laughs> what else? What, what else can I say today? What else can I say? I uh, want to give a big uh, shout out to Marvel, Marvel Movie Studios. Uh, Dr. Strange, you've done it again. You magnificent yes. bastards. You've done it again. <laughs> yes. Huge uh, did box you see office. It yet? I have not seen it yet. I have. You have. I'm not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it. What it do you is... think, though, as a comic fan, as a man who grew up with the Doctor Strange character, um, I the man love, who's seen him save the Avengers countless times. I love the the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the, the, Spider Man, everybody. The Defenders. He saved, saved everybody. Saved everybody before. Uh, I I liked it very much. Not my favorite of the Marvel movies okay. yet, but I've only seen it once. Right. There's some cool stuff. Uh, Jules had pointed out um, quite correctly that I wish they had used less of the MC Eicher, uh, folding in sure. on itself. Sure. There, there seems Special to be a lot effects. of that judging by the trailer. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a shit ton of it. Did you throw up? No. I mean, I, I watched it in IMAX in 3D. <laughs> right. Did Still you throw, didn't throw up? up? Not even okay. close. All right. So no, you know, you're I was entranced. No, it was, uh, sickness. Yeah. We went with the boys on Sunday night. No, did they was, throw up? Ultimately cool. Did yeah. anybody no, throw up? No, Tell me no, 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 they're, they're all, up. they all saved their throw up for this morning. Okay. No, no, no. It was. No, it was it was cool, but that but that was my first response. I thought that uh, Cumberbatch did a phenomenal job sure, portraying the character. He's a killer, uh, and uh, you know I thought that the writing that they were allowed to actually include in the movie was was well done. Um, but like I said, I thought that I just kept finding myself saying, "Okay, okay, I get it. Your special effects are awesome. The special effects team is are godlike. Yes. Okay, I get it. Now, can we can we have about fifteen less minutes of things collapsing and kind of you know trying to make us throw up in three D? So, a little more of the storyline. So you're so, like, I get it. You're you're bending time and space. I yeah, get it already. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. can do this. I know. I know. So I just I, I thought that the storyline was good enough that they should have given more time to the storyline little bit less time to their absolutely top notch it's the first 3d movie in imax that i've seen that i actually felt like i, I got my money's worth it's usually worth it. go see it in 3d you, usually we just groan and like oh god that was such a waste and it was so sure. it was so lame but this one really delivered on the whole 3d imax experience so for that alone i would say see it the first time and then go see it again but yeah it was it was too much of the it's worth stuff. the 22 dollars a ticket mike um yes okay all right, and and but comics wise, storyline wise, how that how was a good. question to him too. It, it was follow the classic. Absolutely, they they kept line. a lot, and they had some Easter eggs in there, some really weird Easter eggs. Ones that that 
Were, were you like the only throw one? Throw away. Yeah, were you pretty the only much. One laughing in the theater. Yeah, they were. Uh, they talked about uh, Rhodey. Rhodey. Okay. Rhodey from the Avengers too. So uh, and possibly Carol Danvers. Yes, I, I heard Captain about Marvel, that. Marvel. Yes, I heard about that. Pa- uh, possible patient with uh, yeah. struck by lightning with an implant, with an, an, an alien implant. An in alien her. implant. So, mm, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Right, so worth it. Go see it if you haven't seen. Oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been home, so okay. I got you. Or sure, I'm either behind. I'm either not at home or behind a mic. It's one or the other. That's true. Yeah, it's too bad that you're not like Doctor Strange. You could bend time. Go I know. I could just come it. out of exactly. a portal. And then, among exactly, them. and then go back to what you were doing. Yeah, hosting what an after party or yeah, and then doing like your thing. How was that? You were at Fan Theory, right? No, no, no. I did. Uh, I was a. Uh, I was the special guest at a sip and sketch up in Troy, New York. That's right. How was that? Was that nice? It was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was held by our, our little shout out to our friends at Fanboys Inc. They they awesome. did a sip and sketch at one of our favorite places. Me and Mike's favorite places. Uh, now I took them a couple months ago. A place called Pepsi oh, yeah. Arcade. Oh, oh, phenomenal. Yes, yes delicious. That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has this little outdoor uh, kind of rustic courtyard that uh, has a retractable roof and uh, lit some candles, drink some wine. Ske- I got, I got it. I started. I sketched. They insisted that they really? insist. they asked me if I wanted to draw, and um, so they would throw out things like, "All right, you have ten minutes to draw Mrs. Doubtfire as a superhero." <laughs> so I drew. Wow. I did the the Robin William the head, uh-huh. but the rest was Daredevil instead of DD. It was DF. You should have made her into uh, the Red Tornado, the original. My <laughs> uncle should have done. Well, that. see, you should have come. You I should have done. Well, that. yeah, I got you. I invite you. I invite you to the next one because there will be more. So. So thank you, Fanboys Incorporated. Thank you, Cold Spell Whiskey, for for sponsoring this fine event, and thank you, Vic Christopher, for feeding me until I burst. So <laughs> all right, that's great. Yeah, he took me to this Korean joint, which you would have loved, right right around the corner, which was like they brought out like 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 it always happens when it's me and you are together and we go somewhere and a friend is running the place. They bring out every. They bring everything. <laughs> more food, it's, more drink, it's, more, more. It's like Gary Oldman in the professional. Yeah. Like, Send everyone. That's nice. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. We missed you, but come to the next one. Come to the next I one. I will. Yes. So, Doctor Strange. Um, Marvel. Yes. We'll stay in the Marvel. Mar- we'll stay in the Marvel movie. Um, Please universe do. Realm has confirmed, Mike, that Michael Keaton will be playing the Vulture. Yes. It's very Spider-Man cool. Homecoming. Huh. From Batman to Birdman to Vulture, he's got a theme going, and it's working for him. He does. Um, what's with these guys hitting the jackpot twice, though? Batman. Yes. Even Bird, Birdman won Best Picture. It did. Now, so I, jackpot. I, I'm, I'm talking superhero job, jackpot, right. superhero movie jackpot. Chris Evans, Ben Affleck. What? What? Uh, is it just built in their DNA that they just have to be superhero super, movies? Superhero movies. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Did you ever think you'd see the vulture in, in, in a No, and anything but that old uh the old Spider Man cartoon. Yeah. What do you call them? Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Spider Man. Where do you rank the vulture in Spider Man power wise or rogue scale uh, coolness. Uh actually he, it's a pretty cool costume. He he's green and he's got that will, white fur. Yeah, well Michael can't be wearing the fur trim. I would love it if he was wearing that fur trim. I'm hoping he's going to. I saw the the best cosplay. There was a dude who was dressed up like the vulture, and he had the um, old school vulture. Old school vulture. He got bald cap. Everything. Well, he had he had a bald cap okay. on. He had the uh, the white fringe. Okay. It was all green, and he had painted um, window blinds, like uh, the the window shutters. Yeah. Uh, honey, what are those? the uh, not Venetian drapes, but the those the blinds? plantation blinds. Maybe whatever the, whatever. the one with the, the slats, plant- the wooden yes, slats, the plantation yeah. okay. shutters, the plantation he shutters. He had uh, yeah. mm-hmm. painted them green, and he could move them, and the the actual feathers would move. Right, is like a puppeteer. So I was like, that is bad. Where was this? This was. Um, you were with me. We were at one of the uh, uh, right, you're gonna have Colorado to narrow, Springs. Right, I'm like, you're gonna have to narrow it down. Uh, we were at a con together. Yeah, I know. Gee, which I think it was Colorado Springs. Okay, let's say Colorado. Oh, shout so out to it that was guy. Amazing. You were a fantastic guy. Yeah, but in the pantheon of. Spider-Man super He is. Super he's, uh, I where, put him where in the top you? 10. Top 10? Visually, okay. he's arresting. Um, I don't, back are, in the day, not the, a lot of characters could fly. Sure. They were mostly swinging around like Daredevil and Spider-Man. Right. And uh, Human Tor- uh, I think the only flyers were Human Torch, Iron Man. Um, Human Torch, Iron Man, Thor. And... Yeah, not a ton. If, you, if you look back. That was yeah, it. Not a ton of them. No. So he had a, a really unique look. 
being able to fly in in Japanese culture that that was like uh wasn't that immortality flying yeah let's just say yes let's say yes yes it's something <laughs> well you should know this right you're Asian like oh yeah yeah immortality no no yeah, not not um, I know you're Chinese <laughs> not Japanese yes. for God's sake oh my God Mike it's uh, pronounced fried rice <laughs> oh man not fly rice uh, are are you you're getting me confused with uh, Brian Johnson again oh yes. my God yeah right right yeah no it's light. Light. It's fried rice, Mike. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, finally, I got. Uh, I got. I, I. I don't know if you read this story. Uh, uh, Wizard. Wizard. The conventions. We've been a couple of them. Yes. Guess it, Adam. Uh, I think we 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 were patrons back in the day. Uh, one of the one of the higher up employees, Mike, got caught. Um, scamming for extra autographs from the guests at the shows, and selling them to the tune of one million dollars, Mike. Yes. Yes. Got caught. Yes. Fired. Not just a higher up. He was, uh, his last name is Seamus. Yes, Stephen Seamus. Garib Seamus was the founder of Wizard. Founder of Wizard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, not just a higher up, it's but all, nepotism. It's all legend. Uh, it hasn't been to trial yet. Right. But uh, it sounds like what he would do is uh, he would bring in the guests, have them autograph uh, stuff on the side, mm-hmm. and then he would sell it. Okay. And he made a million dollars. Yes. But did he, was it stuff that he hadn't paid for? He got all free, yes. Okay. He didn't pay for it. So this is stuff that he, he got because... Because of his in... position, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. So the guests who were doing the signing didn't didn't know that this no, they was, didn't know. was happening? I, I mean, we go to they con, they're like, here, okay. sign this. You know, we do it all the time. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, it, I mean, it's just... I, I don't even think twice so about it. So this is not so. a man who's selling his personal collection of signatures and making well, some money the, off of it. Uh, they were... Well, I mean, they were his personal collection. Uh, just were they, but <laughs> were they also owned by Wizard? That's the question. Mm, he wasn't supposed to be getting them. So okay. in a way, they weren't really owned by anybody. He just... He was getting them using nefarious means. Ah, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. Okay, can I ask a question? Sure. So I don't know anything about this story. I haven't read anything about it. But just out of curiosity, so if a person starts an enterprise, so then, and obviously this guy joined the family business and he held some position. You know, we we might assume that he worked really hard at his position to make the con successful as part of as part of that uh, position. Right. He had access to these stars. Yes, he booked them, and yes. then he would get them to sign things, and then he'd turn around and, and sell he'd them. sell it. Yes, I am having a really hard time feeling like that is something he should be punished for. I don't know if i see it the same way like i said i don't know the details of the case but i'm sort of thinking okay so if you guys decided you know what we know enough about the con world we're gonna develop our own convention and we're gonna stay up till midnight one two three o'clock in the morning weekends holidays book all these great guests bring in thousands and thousands of people deliver awesome awesome convention experience for them and as part of doing all this work we get the you know very very privileged opportunity but the cool opportunity to meet all these special guests and yeah we're gonna have them sign a couple things and then we're going to hop on ebay and sell it and put our kids through college and buy a vacation home or whatever i don't necessarily see why that's wrong uh i think what does the uh, article allege oh that he was doing it under he was uh doing you're uh, getting acquiring these autographs under false pretenses like, oh okay yeah. so so he wasn't honest and upfront with these folks no <laughs> okay all right no if you he know. was telling him that they're for charity then that's sure it could have been something like okay, that they right. don't they don't go into detail yeah. that, okay, okay um it was for okay, the con the or usually uh even me and you if we have to sign our, uh extra autographs or something it's in it's written under a, a contract of some sort okay not, all right you know, got it but got it for the most part you know if some if a con staff plops down a, a stack in front of us your son. Yeah, we just do. Now, yeah. now, if that same con staff turned around and sold it on eBay, would you prosecute them? If well, that would that would that would assume that our, our, our autographs would make a million dollars for <laughs> somebody, and if they did, okay. we'd be out pimping okay. our own autographs sure. that way. But no, <laughs> sure, nah, nah. Sure. Would we, but you know, say, and see, would we do it? I don't think we would. I'm not well, litigious like well, that. Well, hold on. Say we were at Chris Evans. Level? Chris Hemsworth level where you know it's a hundred you get one hundred fifty dollars to the two hundred dollars right. easily and the volunteers who are working 10. the show come up to you and are like oh Mr Chen um, even then can that's you, can you uh, sign that this? there's a then mo- they turn it around some, and they sell it to fix their car so they can get to their other job some cons have different policies some cons yeah. uh, only let you sign their t shirt some cons don't let you sign at all for a volunteer they're yeah. not allowed to ask at all okay some cons uh, you know different policies I mean obviously if the guy was shoving pictures in front of people saying listen dude we're gonna be auctioning this off for charity. 
charity and then he turns around and pockets the money. Yeah, I, That's wrong. He should be held accountable. Sure. That's what it's. It, I don't think interesting. He, interesting. I don't know if he said yeah. for charity. He may say no. This is for the con. You know what you're uh-huh. saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. These, All these, right. These interesting. Hundred photos. Mm-hmm. These ten photos, and then selling them for his own personal gain. That's uh, that's what they're alleging mm-hmm. here. Okay. Yeah. So I, I th- and you know um, you know make a couple bucks, no problem. A million dollars. I think that's where the. Uh, I think, I think that's where it might rub some people the wrong way. Yeah, so, a lot yeah. of people the wrong way. Yeah. Well, we'll see where this where this where this pans out. Um, but uh, you know, th- is this contributing to you know Wizard? Uh, you know, we had fun at the cons, but uh, as far as con- yeah, they they it's in recent times they've been losing a lot of money. Had a lot of higher uh, shakeups for in really? their executive ranks, so huh. this doesn't this doesn't help them. Mm. This doesn't really help them in PR wise, anyways. No, not at all. Yeah. All right. New books, Mike. What, Yay! What are you new reading? books. What should you What should you be reading? If anyone's still listening after my rant, uh, what they're, should they're, you be reading? They're listening. They're they I either gotcha. support you or they like uh, hearing you put your foot in your mouth. It's it's either or. So you really? still well, I yeah, don't so think you, I put my foot in my mouth. So good. They're still listening. Yeah, they're still listening. Here we go. All right. Batman TMNT. Right, I read this too. What um, what uh, the, I picked this one up because it's a mashup of the animated universe. It is, yes, which I thought was cool. It's very cool. Yeah, ID, IDW uh, mashup of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, animated universe and Batman with, the uh, animated adventures. Batman, yeah, yeah, which you know, which which we series. all know and love, which we eat up anytime yeah. we see it. So it's uh, the tone is very true to um, both both series. I, I mean, I've never seen the uh, the Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's a, Nickelode- it's a Nickelodeon version. If uh, if you want to get very technical, but it it feels it feels like them. It's the yeah the sarcastic, ball busting yeah, but lighthearted turtles of the Nickelodeon. Yeah, series. it feels like them and Batman. They they found Batman's voice perfectly. Yeah, and Alfred's, which is pretty cool. And I don't know if they do a lot of uh, little like narrative uh, voiceovers. When you read it, are you hearing the voices in your of head? Of course. Like, yeah, I not hear the Kevin you, Conroy. Not, yeah, not the other voices, but no, the Kevin Conroy. No, no, I drown out the other voices <laughs> with okay. comic book right, voices, yeah. so it's good. Yeah. And uh, this one this one concerns uh, – what's the portal called? Uh, uh, it's a Krang something. It's a, oh, a Krang. It's, it's a Krang portal. Krang. Well, That's basically Batman – all the all the prisoners from Arkham have mis- mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. And Batman's like, whoa, what the hell? And, and there are a whole uh, bunch of triangles in their, their, their cells. Uh, cells. So yeah. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. So it turns out there's a crank portal from and Arkham he- Asylum to the Turtles version of New York City. Right. So we see all uh, – it's a cool crossover. You get to see all our favorite Batman villains pop up in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and don't spoil the ending. Oh, no. There's something really cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool ending. Uh, you see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fight uh, Clayface, which yes. is really cool. Yeah. That, so. Yeah, these are your dream. It's just fun seeing these two, uh, sure. these two mashed up like this, and uh, you know, and it's just fun seeing the Batman the animated series back again too. Yeah, yeah. So pick that one up. You know, not 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 your most serious of books. No, it's fun. it's very lighthearted, but good. Is it good for kids? Like it's for great for par- kids. Oh yeah, for parents who walk in. Sure, as they often do absolutely. This would probably like be the first one that this I is would, the yeah. one that I okay. will tell if they like Batman, they like Teenage Mutant Ninja cool. Turtles. Hell yeah, pick it up. <laughs> I'm gonna curse in front of them too. You got any twelve year old kids? You got any kids under like that? Hell? No, that's not curse, is it? Well, not I can't anymore, say I can't say Hellboy. Say H E double hockey sticks. Is that boy. what you say in front of kids? Oh, of course. You don't say Hellboy? <laughs> no, I say Hellboy. As you're recommending Hellboy to little kids. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And Hellboy is a foul mouthed uh cigar smoking he is. red thing. Yeah, yeah. Hellboy P G thirteen. Yeah. PG thirteen. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's cool. I, I I'd recommend it for like ten year olds who are a little bit more on the mature side, who have like a Lexile score of, I don't know, uh, college grades. Yeah, so. yeah. Now I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that you have this one in front of you as well, Invincible Iron Man number one. I we, do. We, we see the emergence, the backstory, of, and the celebration of Riri Williams. Yes. The new Invincible Iron Man. She's amazing. Uh, I think it's really cool. Here's here's the setup, Jules. You're going to be my conduit to the the readers, right? Uh, Riri is she's classified as a super genius. Super genius, super. not just genius. Now they have a term. She is like genius. yeah. Well, they've always had that Wiley e. Coyote super genius. Wow. I remember that back in the day. Okay. So is her is her like um, ridiculous flying pose part of the fact that I mean, are we supposed no. to be able to tell she's a girl because no. she's no, she's wearing armor. So I mean, okay. you you shouldn't. I mean, yeah, she's you shouldn't fi- be able. She's to. also fifteen, and she's fifteen years old. Mm, so okay. she's a fifteen-year-old super genius, and uh, she goes out on her first superhero outing because 
Essentially, what she did was she reversed engineered one of Tony Stark's Iron Man suits and she built it for herself. Right. So it is pretty badass. She did it by herself, not using schematics off the, uh, the, the inner, inner webs. Mm -hmm. And, um, Turns out that she does a good she she has a good showing against a mutant who's yeah Animax Animax pretty cool yeah monsters from her DNA yeah Ooh. flies over to uh, all the way to Cheyenne Wyoming yeah yeah so so she she um acquits herself proudly mm-hmm. comes home and turns out she's got a present yeah pretty cool present very cool present yeah very but, nice but you'll see a little backstory of why she wants to yeah. uh, why she, why she wants to do good and, and don and the ground. don the armor, yeah, and don okay. the armor, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Again, uh, another one I would recommend to to maybe not to little kids. super yeah, little kids, to... but uh, we get a lot we get a lot of fifteen year old girls in here. Yeah. yeah, this is perfect for mm-hmm. them. And I think uh, this is this is a uh, this is a great story. Mm-hmm. This is cool. It's a good direction for Marvel. Very I think cool. so as well. And uh, yeah, the little present um, may may or may not be related to the events of uh, uh, oh, Civil War Two. Civil War Two. Yes. Yeah. May which or may they, not. They are which actually related. jumping the gun here a little bit. I don't know if they're spoiling anything. They're spoiling a lot of stuff. <laughs> they they also spoiled it with Infamous Iron Man two weeks ago. So what else you got? I yeah. know you got one on there that's not on my list. Oh, all right. We'll go to that. Uh, the Lost Boys. Lost uh, Boys, number one, uh Number one came out a couple weeks ago. Yep. And uh, I proclaimed it as this is the Lost Boys sequel that we should have seen in... First one came in 1987. Yes. And... One of my favorite movies. Took the world by storm. Of all time. Probably, it's in my top 10 for sure. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite 80s movies. Cemented Kiefer Sutherland as a like a badass. Yeah. 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 And emer- the emergence of the Corys. Definitely, I think, yeah. the movie that made the Corys. The Corys. I, I don't know. I think License to Drive. You go with License to Drive? <laughs> yeah. There were no vampires in that one. That's true. But there was uh, Heather Graham. So There was Heather Graham. Heather Graham in, I think that we're, was her her first role. We're not talking about Heather Graham, though. Heather no. Graham is Heather Graham. Heather Graham's Heather Graham. Yeah. Heather Graham. Roller Girl Heather Graham. Uh, hangover Heather Graham. Yes. But here are the Corys. Yes, the Corys. Yeah. You know, they they tried, They tried. made a couple of sequels. I can't, I can't remember Direct what they called Direct to video. That's pretty, what they called them. They were pretty awful. Not the ones that were worthy enough to match up with the first movie. Gotcha. This comic, I feel, does. And uh, this is the this is what they should have done in the movie version. Okay. And so uh, issue number two is out this week. And um, you learn alleged uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, David, if you remember the events of at the end of The Lost Boys, he gets impaled on a pair of deer antlers. Yes. Not wooden stakes. They're not wooden, are they? So they allege that he did not die. That's that's a pretty good. And, uh, um, he he went he goes into hiding to form another vampire group. This one all female. That's excellent. That's a pretty good out. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Alex Winter he he did die though, right? He, he did. Yes. Yes. You you uh yes. He oh, did that die. was the. He was the first one dead. He was. He was the uh, first one staked by the Frog Brothers. Yeah, and they said, "Wow, their breath stink." So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, and this one uh, you also uh, Grandpa is still holding the flame with um, in a vampire. A vampire hunting society, and something kills him. So that's uh, oh, that's a, so, it puts, dead. so it puts all the uh, the events into motion. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Star and Star and Michael have gotten married. Laddie lives in the house. Pretty. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a wor- this is a worthy sequel. So okay. there's mom's some, still hanging around. Mom's still hanging around too. Right, yeah. And deal. Nanook. Nanook is still around oh, too. Oh, that's you good. Need, Nan- he must be old now. You need you need Nanook. So, you do need, need Nanook. Yeah. With that in mind, shit's about to go down again. All right. Yeah. I'm, lo- I, Santa, I'm looking forward to the trade. Santa so. Carla becoming the uh, the cap- murder capital of the world again might might be happening. Taking the title away from Detroit and Camden. All yeah. Right. So they're they're hitting they're hitting all the nostalgia points that I remember back in 1987 with a with some cool new stuff. So okay. and some blood and gore too. And you like the blood and gore? Yeah. And, and I just want to be a frog brother. I want to hunt <laughs> vampires. <laughs> Ming big, Chen, the unofficial third frog brother. I would say I'd be getting too old for that, but Grandpa did it. So. Yeah, Grandpa was. Uh, my God. Bernard Hughes was like seventy thousand years old when. Oh, he died, in that so. movie? No, I'm just in general, just in life. He's no longer with us. No, he passed away sadly. What? Uh, what? What would I know him for? He was also in Doc Hollywood. Okay. Um, crap. He was in a bunch. He was in a bunch of stuff back right. in the seventies, and I think he was. Uh, he was on a TV show. Okay. I forget which one, but. It was it was one of the the lesser of the sitcoms, right? Oh, Laddie, Laddie's back. Too. You're all your the whole gang's back. All right. Oh, and at the end, we uh we meet a we meet a the we see the emergence of another favorite character that didn't get enough screen time, 
in the first movie. One of my favorite characters. This the oiled up saxophone player. Possibly. I don't okay. I'm not gonna spoil it. For <laughs> okay. Right, but cool. but you know. What else you got there? Uh let's go with something I know you don't have. Avengers one point one. No, I don't have that. This was this is uh, written by Mark Wade and uh fantastic art by Barry Kitson. It tells a story of and it's they've they show you like in between the cracks, in between the uh the panels what what goes on. This is the original Avengers, the the uh Yeah, the, so I like the classic cover here. Yeah, Iron Man, Giant Man, the Wasp and Thor step down from being Avengers. Um and they Cap comes back from a secret mission, which ended up uh, with Baron Zemo dying. Yeah, the original Baron Zemo. Right, and he comes back and he's like, "Hey, everybody, what's what's going down?" And they're like, "Well, Trump's president, and we quit." So, <laughs> so they're like, "Is that what happens?" No, it's not. Oh, like, okay. Not Trump's <laughs> president, and we quit. Like, wow, man, that, that oddly, oddly prophetic. But we are all uh, we're all taking sabbaticals, and we're leaving you with these new Avengers. Oh, okay. And all it right. turns out to be what. Um, was affectionately dubbed back in the 60s as Cap's Kooky Quartet. Okay. It was a Scarlet Witch, uh, Quicksilver, and Hawkeye. Yeah. And, you know. Kooky with the K, right? K, yeah. Okay, Kooky Kooky Quartet. So they, um, yeah, actually, it'd be weird with a Q because it would be Q. No, never mind. Right. So Cap has to turn them into a team. And uh, in this outing, they go up against their first super team, which is the Frightful Four, <laughs> including minute, Pace, Pace, Pace Pot Pete. Pete is back. Pace Pot Pete is back, buddy. All right. So you get a, a you get your taste. Of Wait, Pace who do we have? Pace Pot Pete, uh, Pace Pot Pete, the Wingless Wizard, Medusa, wingless wizard. and Sandman. And Sandman, yes. So they actually kind of wipe up the floor with the Avengers. Yeah. Well, hey, I know, it's but fear. it's, it's a, for, you. You know why? You know why they're so badass? They're from New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're from New Jersey. Yeah, wasn't it in Paramus? Yeah, they I think yeah. they lived in Paramus. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, if you want you can go to It's not Camden, but I no. mean, it's Paramus is still pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, if you want you can go back to the uh Volume 1 Avengers, I believe 47. Where's the arc where the thing um gets knocked out and they 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 take him and he turns he uh he becomes part of the Fearsome Four. They, like I want to say like 47 to 50 was that little arc where uh where um where thing the thing fights against the uh, Fantastic Four, uh, along alongside of the Fearsome Four, one of my favorite little uh, Avengers. Frightful arcs. Four. Frightful Four. Yes. No. Frightful so Four. They're back. I've always thought Pace Pop P underrated villain. Yeah, and know, this like, has some. Uh, it's got the letters, and it's really cool. Uh, they have a letters page and a Mighty Marvel checklist from back in the day. Yeah. And they've got some, uh, yeah, there's some, it's some weird stuff in here. I think it's really cool. This alone is, is worth the, uh, the $3.99, the $3.99 price tag. Um, you know, Mighty Marvel checklist, uh, Battle for the Bad- Baxter Building, uh, Spider Man 26, Amazing, um, I'm sorry, Amazing Spider Man 26. Yeah. X Men number 11. So they tell you what's going on, like, where this would fall. Yeah. Like back in the day. Oh, that's day. cool. So this, is a little, cool. this is a little like a time capsule. Yeah, almost. That, they should be doing this more often. They should. I like this. All right, good on you. Who wrote this? This is Mark Wade. Mark Wade. Yes. Good on you, Mark Wade. And editorial. Editorial does uh, all that other stuff, but you know, I'm sure Mark had a, a, a good thing to say, but who was the editorial? Um, damn it. I should know this stuff. Uh, they're terrorists. Um... Executive uh, publisher, uh, uh, editors <laughs> Tom Breverwart and assistant editors Alana Smith. So it's very cool. All right, good job, guys. Yes, very nicely. Good done. job. Flash number ten. The, uh, also of, on my list. All right, beginning of a new story arc called "The Speed of Darkness." Yes, and uh, in it, Kid Flash gets um, smacked around. He gets caught playing hooky. Yeah, he gets <laughs> smacked around a little bit by Barry and Iris. Yes. And on it's here's the thing, it's speed of darkness, and you're looking at the cover and you're thinking to yourself, who are you thinking? I'm thinking You're thinking oh, this you is the you guys... re- this is the reemergence of um actually a golden age villain or a yes. silver age villain, uh named the shade. The shade. Oh yeah, from uh yeah, so I uh, Starman. I know the shade. So from I'm Starman. like this is the this is the shade, and you, it turns out maybe not. Yeah. Although, what you, I think the Shade is a pretty cool villain, though. He is an awesome villain, but he was also a very cool anti-hero, right? In my opinion, so yeah, this has uh, this has it all, folks. So Wally yeah. Wally runs out to 
prove himself to his Aunt Iris and to the Flash. He kind of did a 180. He's like, I don't want this. I don't want this. Like, whoa, I want this. I like yeah, this. I want to go out. Exactly. And, and he's been instructed specifically by the Flash not to go out without him. Uh-huh. And he's grounded by Aunt Iris. He can't be... No extracurricular activities, including being Kid Flash. Yeah, so he's been ditching school, Mike, just to save the world. He's been hanging out with the Teen Titans, ditching school again. Uh-huh. Grades are slipping. Bad influences, yeah. by the way. Teen he, Titans, he, he needs Damian some, Wayne. Yeah, but, I mean, Barry kind of makes this deal. So Barry's been burned before with Godspeed. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, teaching other people about the Speed Force and having it backfire on him horribly. Yep. Doesn't want it to happen again. And um, uh, I think what he realizes is, like, listen, I can teach you. I can teach you how to use the speed force. Can't teach you to be uh, what I should be doing is teaching you how to be a hero, mm-hmm. which is why what he's trying to do. Which is such a really teach such you. a weird thing, yeah. Because you can't teach somebody how to be a hero. Heroic quality yeah, is something you, that's innate. You can lead by example. You can, and he should be leading by example. Right. But that's Barry. Barry can do that. So yeah, but he he really. He, I mean, it, you know, if you had an apprentice. Say Darth Vader mm-hmm. or Godspeed or yeah. any number of apprentices. Bad apprentices, later, yeah. Turn on you. you. You would be a little you, you gun shy. Your, is your the leash term would be a little for. shorter this yep. time. Yeah, but you know, yeah. While he's while he's still cocky kid. Yep. That's what you do when you're a kid, and I think he's a little offended that he's not earned the complete trust of the Flash. Yeah, well, which is why he keeps trying to go on. Trust is something you have to be earned. You can't just be given to you. Yeah. But Otherwise, it's not trust. That's fine. You know, just quit going out on your own. Stay in the house, mm-hmm. Wally. Stay in the house, Coral. Stay in the house, Wally. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's what I got. You got anything else? I have two other things. All right. I have Dead No More. Dead No More. Uh, Dan Slott and um, Jim Chung. He's doing the penciling. He is phenomenal. I, I miss his artwork on a regular basis. He was... Uh, the artist on Young Avengers. This more, is the clone a conspiracy. clone conspiracy. All right. Now, when you you say clones and Spider-Man, right. a shudder should race up your spine. Okay, I'm shuddering. And you should be just, ugh. Yeah. And you should flash back to the 90s. Right. Remembering spiked hair yeah, and yes. bell-bottom jeans again. Oh, and hyper-colored t-shirts. Yes. But uh, this is actually good. Okay. This is a well done clone uh, story. Oh, okay. There's some pretty. I, I can't. I can't tell you about it without giving it away. Right. But Spider Man has to face against, faced off against a lot of his um, enemies who he thought dead. Okay. So, and it's turns never, out that never good when the dead comes back to life. Never. Almost never. No. Uh, let's think. Uh, Walking Dead, Pet Cemetery. Never. 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 Yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, Jesus is the exception. He's the exception rather the than exception. the rule. Right, so. right. Um, and One Peter exception. has to figure out. <laughs> and, it, and it's uh, <laughs> good poem, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> should have been our first one, but eh, of course it should have been. Yeah. Uh, but we're not dealing. I mean, I don't consider Jesus to be pop culture. So no, mine. And the last one is Bottle Light Part One: Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern right. Corps. This is the fallout from the last arc which had Hal Jordan facing off against Sinestro and the destruction of Warworld, yeah. which was the center of the universe. So uh, this is um, – John Stewart is leading the Green Lanterns and uh, the remnants of the Yellow Lantern Corps, the ones who survived the destruction of Warworld – Came with Guy Gardner and uh, Sora, who was uh, Sinestro's daughter, yep. who he forced to be uh, one of his acolytes. So now they're uh, they're trying to spread the green and the yellow light uh, throughout the universe. All right, and turns out that they're getting they're about to get their ass whooped by none other than Brainiac. They're going to get their ass whooped. They're going to get their ass whooped. Their asses whooped. I know. So you say that name. This is very cool. Yeah. I, I think of ass whooping. Yes. He is he's an ass whooper. Not the one wearing the purple um honey, what is that? Uh the the that thing you bought the other day. What what are the, that thing? The Unitard? Unitard, yes. Unitard. Not the pink and white Unitard wearing brainiac right. with the the light bulb yes. colored head. We're talking like the skeleton the the or the body sh- suit, I should body say. Suit, body yeah. suit, yeah. The shit that makes um it doesn't have any legs. Shit that makes a Terminator look like a pansy. Right. I think I was rendered. Can I say pansy? 
I can say pansy, can I? This we're we're living in Trump's world. I can say pansy. Pansy, pansy yeah. is not a bad word. I don't know. I'm, you know I, what? I think people need to keep their eye on. Uh, I, I think that a lot of what has brought us to this very disturbing moment is that a lot of people have spent a lot of time arguing over whether or not it's okay to say pansy. I'm going to say pansy. And not out backing candidates and supporting candidates that truly represent. So I'm taking it back, people. It's pansy. Pansy. That that Brainiac was a pansy. Brainiac in the body suit was a pansy. I respect the amount of time and thought people put into choosing their words carefully and respecting the impact of language. But when that interferes with your ability to go out and get something done... You have a morning like we have this morning. Yeah, so yeah, cool. So use the word pansy freely. Damn straight. Plus, uh, I, th- I believe in the Congress press kit. I'm, aren't I rendered as the pansy brainiac? You are the pansy brainiac. I'm the pansy yeah, brainiac. Yeah, you should have had Coco on your shoulder, but that's I should have. The yeah, point. I'll post a photo of this. Please pansy do. Brainiac. Yeah. So that those are my picks of the week. Oh, right. Damn good picks, Mike. Thank you. Damn good picks. You're making America great again. With your, with, with, <laughs> you know what? With your Let's picks. make America great, people. Yeah. Uh, if anyone, uh, if you're not friends with uh, Kevin Smith on Facebook, you should be. If you're not liking his fan page, you missed something that I have never seen before. He Facebook lived the flying process from the set of Supergirl oh. on Vancouver. Were you watching it here with me, or I? No, I wasn't watching it. I was where the up hell front. was I? Oh, you were up front. Yeah, I was up front. I, I you saw were he back was here doing it. Saw he had po- he was broadcasting live from the set of Supergirl. Okay, pulled it on, turned it on, and uh, yeah, Melissa Benoist was in the harness, like flying around behind a green screen, and he oh, was that's like, "This is cool. how it happens." And I think most production would frown on that, you know. They, you know, so you don't see how the sausage is made. Right. Kevin obviously don't care. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin never cares. No. And it it it. It made you. You can go on. You can go on there and watch it now. Yeah, it's like a ten minute clip. I think. Cool. It's pretty cool. It's really. It's it's pretty cool. I wish they would do more. I, I mean, I know. Oh my wanna, groin! I know they don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, but I know. She was not saying, "Oh my groin." It looked no. like a very comfortable harness. Looked like she was having fun. I would hope because yeah. like if, they're blowing the fan in her face. If, if you're like, if you're a fan of any of the TV shows, if you're a fan of, um. Just even the old George Reeve Superman. Yeah, that one he was probably oh my groin. <laughs> that was the, they were like we're gonna hang you by your groin. He's right. like well, all right. They were using like horse collars and stuff yeah, back pretty then. much. Like now they have kind of have it down to a science. Sure, the whole where, where you can like you're pretty much like in a, a comfy chair. Yeah. So, but that's that's actually cool. That is that is awesome. And if, yeah, if you're a fan of yeah, any of the cool. shows that feature people flying or movies, this is something that you know. People, they had to figure out how to do this, yeah, and make it as comfortable as possible. Because, right. yeah, and again, I don't mean to brag, but I just, uh, just want to go back to March of this year when I was sitting next to Melissa Benoist at C two E two, and telling her, you know what, maybe Kevin will come and direct your show one day. Uh, and she was like, ah, eh, he doesn't even know who I am. He doesn't watch that show. Guess what? I'm. I just want to go on record that I think I made it happen. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but. If it makes you feel better, right. especially today, okay. you keep telling yourself. All right, that. I oh, I tell myself every that every Atta day, boy. especially yesterday. I was as I was watching that clip. So okay, if you're not, if you're on Facebook, uh, the go to the Kevin Smith uh, the fan page. And yeah, and, and needless there. to say, we're very proud of clip what is Kevin's is doing over in the the CW uh, DC universe. Oh yeah, I, it's. They, He's knocking he, it out of the park. It's only a matter of time before he directs an episode of Arrow. True. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The really cool thing is... All of them. Get him under Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just and every, again, everywhere. a humble brag, but we got to um, we got to do the the uh, the panel for The Flash. We did. At uh, Stanley's Comic-Con. Did. It was cool. And they had nothing but uh, awesomeness to talk about with Kevin and their experiences with him. They... They think the world of them, yeah. much like we do here. It was nice having that connection yeah. first before we even walked in there. Though, it's right? pretty cool. It's, yeah, you know, I, I can't. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. And Candace Patton, Danielle Panabaker, Teddy Sears, they were all fantastic. Yeah, Chantel Van Satin. Chantel Van Satin. Yeah, Liam McIntyre. Liam Liam was awesome. He was our our eye in the sky, or actually, yeah, it was the first our feet on the ground. Yeah, he was like, you know what? He jumped off the stage, wandered into this massive crowd. How, yeah. how many people do you think were in that crowd? Six, seven hundred. Yeah, or let's just say a thousand. Let's just I'd say a thousand. Okay, he's wandering around in there, like uh, getting grabbed by people. Like, hey, Liam, 
Yeah, oh, it was, it wasn't cool. They hoisted on their shoulders. Yeah. Like, yeah, Liam, Liam, Liam. Weather wizard, weather wizard. Yeah, exactly. Well, he went in and uh, grabbed a mic and started asking, uh, taking audience questions. It's one of the more most fun panels we've ever moderated. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to bring up this. This was rewind a little bit, but you watch X-Men Apocalypse. On, I did. On your flight out to Los Angeles. I did. Did you pay for it? Did you pay eight bucks to watch X-Men Apocalypse? I did. Yeah. Did you ask for your eight bucks back? Uh, it's no. not. Here, here's the thing. It's not bad. It's not great. But somebody, uh, and I'll send you the link. There's um, kind of like one of those honest trailer kind of mm-hmm. things where they break down X-Men Apocalypse in 20 minutes. Right. And with the comment, that kind of commentary, it, it makes it, it doesn't make it better. Um, they made a lot of weird decisions in that movie. They made a lot of, yeah. Um, like, what was well, uh, Apocalypse's I, power? What, he controlled dirt? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it, that's not his power at all. Yeah, I, I, and it goes down, it, it gets a little nitpicky, but uh, in the in the beginning, you see a, a cage match between Nightcrawler and Angel. Right. And Nightcrawler, they kind of, they dump him out of a box. Yeah. And I'm like, how do they, tra- how do they, one, how do they capture him? Yeah. Two, why couldn't he teleport out of that box? Three, why couldn't he teleport out of the cage? I know there was like electricity around or some shit. Yeah. But that doesn't. Yeah. He, he, that doesn't matter. He teleports through walls. I mean, there's electricity running through them, right? Yeah. And then so. you see uh, Mystique's trying to bust him out. Yeah. So she, she can be she can become any, any form that she wants. Mm-hmm. She just becomes like a hotter version of herself. Yeah. Like, she just changes clothes. Or just, actually just changes color. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, just these real little things like, huh? Which is, yeah, from blue to, to Caucasian. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, from blue to white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a lot I, of, yeah. Uh, I'll send you a clip. I think it would make them, actually makes the movie a lot more enjoyable, but not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> in, a in a more way. way that, Brian Singer, you really are a complete nutter jackass for flushing this down the toilet. So, yeah, what do you think is going on with him? Do I don't know. Drugs? I have no idea, but Drugs? this was this was such a disappointment, and it well, had the ability to be great. Well, I mean, after you know, we, I mean, we both, uh, 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 we agree, Days of Future Past, fun, great movie. Yeah, yeah. even with the inconsistencies, sure. it was a great movie. Sure, sure. And then you know, so there's a little letdown from that. Yeah. I can't. I'm not going to lie. So, um, and the uh, the countdown is on. Mike Rogue One is out in is a ninth, uh, thirty, like thirty seven, like. Yeah, like thirty-seven days. Thirty-seven. I saw the uh, yeah in a row. Yeah, uh, I saw the we saw the trailer at the Doctor Strange. We saw it in IMAX. Yeah. Oh, Woo! so you thought you were taking down those? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and many yeah. Bothans died too. Do we get to see the Bothans? I would. I, I would hope so. The, I don't know what a Bothan. I want to see like. the Bothans. We've, have we ever seen the Bothans? I don't think we have. Okay, I want to see Bothans. Unless it, they were in Star Trek, I want to so. see this Bothan slaughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't want to see the Bothan slaughter, but I, I will be witness to the the aftermath. Yeah. Are you kids in this? Like uh, my wife, not really in the Star Wars universe. Uh, only she knows about it because I I. I because I blow it. My kids like it. They don't it, love but, it. But my wife saw the trailer. She's like, where's like Darth Vader? And uh, Well, no, Darth Vader's in it. Where, where are all the people from the old one? I'm like, no, this is. It says a Star Wars story. Yeah. Which well, it's I'm not like, in big, yeah. It's not in big print, though. So no, if you're a casual a fan, Wars. you might be like, where, where's Han Solo? It's like that comes. He's to- dead. Our guys never really locked into Star Wars the way that they did. I mean, they're actually bigger fans of Star Trek than they are well, Star I mean, Wars. Well, yeah, well, that I mean, doesn't shock you know, me. But then again, I, I mean, but I was here's a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, I grew up. I could quote <clears throat> literally from cover to cover yeah. the you know the original novel and everything. And and I I love Star Wars, but I haven't loved what they've done with the franchise. I don't think that they're, that this had storytelling integrity. I am interested to see Rogue Will One. Will this bring you back? Pretty, I'm actually pretty hopeful Let's about bring that. bring you back? I, I don't mean, know. I have to wait and see it. But what, I, I I thought that the trailer, the trailer was the first time I'd seen a trailer for Star Wars yeah. since Empire. Sure. That I thought, I can't wait to see yeah, that. Yeah, looks, looks I really looks, can't yeah. wait to see that. I mean, I've seen everything because I felt obligated to right. kind of continue the mission. But but I, I, I saw the trailer on Sunday and I thought, wow. That yeah, it looks, looks really good. Yeah, that looks, looks really dope. good. I can't wait to see it. So we'll see. I, I hope so. I'm easily pleased though. I was like, did you just put an ad out on screen. And okay. I'm in. Like I'll watch an ad out just like, Err! like walk around real slow for two hours. And when you, if it blows up, even better. Exactly. But here's the thing. Uh, you know, you're like, oh, Star Trek. For me, it's it's been both Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. I don't see and DC and Marvel. Right. 
the more the better. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not one, one of those. Both of them. I'm not one of those pansies, and I'm going to use that word very liberally, right, right. Uh, who goes out and says, uh, you know, Star Wars, not Star Trek. I, I like this attitude, Mike. Blonde, brunette, redhead. Why not all three? Exactly. Yeah, I like this. Nice. All right. Good job, Mike. So. Good job. Yeah, Mike. all of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And speaking of Star Wars, uh, we want to throw a big thank you to Dave Mandel for sending us a 21 pound book this Holy week. crap, Dave Mandel. You know what? Uh, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah. I, I just want to go on record here as saying, I love you, Dave Mandel. Yeah. He's, he is the, we gotta, one of the, uh, the executive producers of Veep. Veep. He worked on one of the or- main yes. orchestrators of Seinfeld. Uh, worked on the Clerks cartoon. And he sent you a 21 pound book. A 21 pound book. Entitled the Art of uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Star Wars Art, Ralph McQuarrie. Really? Which had included every bit of Star Wars concept art that Ralph wow. McQuarrie did. Because he loves you guys? He's a big fan of I Sell Comics and you guys? Yes. Let's just say yes. So <laughs> we, we, would, we would love to have him. He's a comic book writer. Oh, wouldn't that be he, neat to have him on the show? Yeah. I think yeah, we, he did Hank so Johnson, agent so of uh, Hydra. Him, who's going to tweet him and invite him? I'm inviting oh, him oh, right I've now. Already, I've already invited him. So okay. He's a very and this busy is, man. But. Dave, I'm sure you are busy, too busy to come on my pansy-ass show. No. I like that we'll, pansy-ass. We'll, no, we'll have my, he's up in New York. We'll go to him if we have to. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Oh, absolutely. That. But he would Road come, trip. I think he's, be been, he's been down here. I've never met him, but I I'd love to. I wonder if he's ever been to Crift Dogs. You could, I'm sure you could he, tempt him oh, for the no trip doubt. to Crift Dogs, yeah. maybe. I'm no? sure he has. I spilled yeah. a beer on him once. Okay. It was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> well, I would hope you wouldn't waste show. a beer, for oh, God's sake. I didn't do it directly. We were at the, I think it was the Jersey Girl premiere after party. Okay. And this girl had come by with a tray of beers. And I grabbed one, upended the whole tray, <laughs> and the other beers went on him. That's you. And I felt so bad. So it wasn't just a beer. It was a shitload of it, beers. It may have been multiple beers. Oh I felt my really God. bad. And I know, like, you know, Dave Mandel, like, you know, he's, like the, he's, he's a man of means. So the these kegger are, just kind of broke open and started, yeah. you know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's got some Seinfeld mines, so I think his pants were pretty expensive, too. So I didn't Ooh. offer to dry clean them, but... I handed him my beer and like here, dump it on me. Like get me back. Uh, and and he's he like, I don't. You kidding? Your four hundred dollars jeans doesn't no, even I, begin I, this before that. It's this not even this that. zipper on my my I know, pants I here. Know, right? Yeah. So Dave, again, I, I think, even after I spill a beer in a man's pants, he still sends me the Star Wars art. Where, where he should forward. throw you in a sewer. Yeah. He should, well, he can. He's got podcasts with us. So, so, All right, cool. This book is amazing. You f- you flip through it, Dave. I promise it. you, if you do come on, I sell comics. You can dunk Ming in a sewer. Oh yeah, can we? Or or or, or dump a beer on me? Like, it is your right. <laughs> uh, you can throw me in the sewer or dump a beer on me, whichever you choose. But yeah. dump the beer on me. Yeah. The, uh, this this I I I don't even call it a book. It's a tome. For it sure. is. If you put it on your coffee table, mm-hmm. it will break your coffee table. It can be its own coffee table. If you have a glass coffee table, it will shatter your coffee table. Yeah. So this book is excites us both highly. It's Available amazing. now. Grab it on Amazon. Grab it here. We have a copy here. We have a copy here at we Jane's already Silent had Pops. a copy here, yes. Dave. We ordered a copy for sale retail here at the store. But but thank you. That's that's for people to buy, not for us to look at. No, this one, uh, dude, I opened it immediately. I, I, I was wait, I was, I was open. It's wrapped in plastic. I was mm-hmm. opening the people in the store, like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm looking at the book. It's my book. I can open my book." I mean, granted, like the outside is very beautiful. Like I, the, the collector mentality is like, I don't want to open this, but no, but the you, the need to know is so much more. That's why. Need to know is always so much more than the collector mentality. Yeah, so thank you, uh, uh, Ralph McQuarrie, Brandon Allinger, Wade uh, Legiosi, and David Mendo. Thank Mandel. you, Dave. You are the man. Yeah, uh, quite possibly the heaviest gift I've ever gotten, <laughs> and and one of the best. Nice. So thank you very much. So I think uh, I think that's well. Uh, if you're anywhere near Rhode Island, probably Rhode, Rhode Island, Island this weekend, folks. Come see me and Mike. We'll be at the Rhode Island Comic Con. Is it Brian coming? No, no Brian. No Brian. I tried. I tried. Right. He can't just come and hang with us. He can, but he wants his own hotel room. You know, oh, like, gotcha. He, okay. You know, he needs he needs amenities. He needs, I gotcha. And you know, bummer. All right, no yeah. Brian. That sucks. Yeah, it that's does. too bad. It does stink, but but, but, I, yeah, but now you're driving up on your own, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime, After work, yeah. anytime we we road trip, even eight hours, we all drive separately. It's such I a know, waste of gas. Horrible. I know. Well, you could, well, but yeah, but you have to be up early. Do you have to be up early? Yeah, he's got to be, be there. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. I have to miss Friday because Friday Cause is you're working. Because I'm working. You're working Walt at the is, store. Walt is, Walt is on vacation. vacation. Yep. Yeah. Working at the store. So Mike will be there Saturday and Sunday. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
Uh, Stanley, Gal Gadot, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh my gosh, it looks like it's going to be it's absolutely amazing. amazing. We're going to be moderating a I bunch was of panels. Say, aren't you moderating like everything? <clears throat> Pretty much, yeah. yeah we're yeah, doing yeah. the uh, our return back to the American Pie panel. We're doing oh, wow. the uh, Deadpool panel. The Deadpool panel. We're doing a comic book man panel. Two forty five in Ballroom E. Beautiful. And we're doing one more. I can't remember, but we're doing a couple of them. Yes. I, I should probably find out. Yeah. Why don't we find so out? So I don't that. like. Oh, It'll be good. <laughs> Wait, which panel is this again? Yeah, we yeah, right, they have right. asked us because we are such great moderators. To no, moderate I think because they're. I think they're you are good moderators. Are yeah, good you've moderators. always gotten incredible. I mean, I've 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 listened and I've seen the responses you get back from con organizers. They're yeah. always very complimentary. I, I you know why? Because you guys have fun and you guys don't bring your egos into it. You really bring the fanboy <laughs> to the. I mean, you guys are, we'll are intelligent and you and you know your shit. But I've watched you guys up there, and it's really not about you, but you have so much fun, and you love including the audience, and I think that that makes a huge difference. Come with a question. If yeah, you're come with many questions. Come with a question. Yeah, you guys are going to have a great time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I, I wanted to go, but our little our little adopted pup needs to get spayed. She's getting spayed, oh, okay. and yeah, and I can't be away from her, okay. so I've got to take care of her. Understand. Otherwise, I was going to come up and do your, you know, like, be your be your girl Friday and stuff Understand, like that for you. Understandable. But I'm sure you'll be well taken care of. The con no organizers doubt. usually staff you with some awesome little usually, volunteers usually and stuff. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be good. Okay, we'll be good. Good. Come, uh, Providence is in the middle of everything in the, uh, what's that, the, the, the New England. Yes. New England area. Come. <laughs> come. Yes. Come. Uh, Mike and I will be on, we'll be on, we'll be high on coffee milk, so. Yes, we will. Yeah, and so. uh, there's some hot dogs I'm supposed to eat, so that'll be good too. Oh yeah, the uh, the New York systems, man. Yes, the New York system hot dogs, man. Good good stuff. All right, good stuff. All right, thank you, Julia. Thank you very much. It was great. Thank yeah, you thanks, guys. honey, for thanks, sitting in. You guys for are awesome. Me. It was thank great. you so much, Ming. Thank you so much for you listening to us out there. And yeah. uh, you know what? Change begins with you. Yes, and there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.